Welcome to The Pulse, where we delve deep into the issues and ideas that are shaping the future of education. I'm your host, Rick Cernsey, Superintendent of the Putnam County School District, and each week we'll be talking to teachers, administrators, and other experts in the field about the latest trends, best practices, and most pressing concerns in education. Whether you're a teacher, a parent, or just someone who cares about education, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the pulse. This is Rick Cernsey, Superintendent of the Putnam County School District, and with me this morning I have Wendy Hansford from Good morning. Ta- Take Stock in Children. And well, just want you to relax and talk to us. Um, you know, I really want to hear a lot about Take Stock in Children, but I want to I want the audience to learn a lot more about you. So give us a little okay. background about you and you know your journey to where you are now. So a little bit of background, and this will come in more when we talk about Take Stock in Children, but I was a single mom. I'm originally from Miami, so mm-hmm. raising a child in Miami alone is kind of challenging. Mm-hmm. So we, we had a lot of struggles, and I think that kind of prepared me better to work with our families here in Putnam who may be going through some similar struggles. So I did teach on a Native American reservation for 12 years out in the Everglades, and that was oh, exciting. Wow. I learned a lot, a lot about cultural differences and just respect of um, we may not understand everything that someone believes in, but mm-hmm. it's important to respect them and embrace their culture. So that was a great experience. And then I came to Putnam about three years ago. I married a Putnam native, mm-hmm. um, and he told me he wasn't leaving Putnam. And so I said, well, <laughs> then I'm coming there. And it has just grown on me. I love how much everybody interacts and supports each other in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's school or it's just a community need with Bread of Life or, you know, the Christian Service Center, everybody just pulls together. And to me, that's the community I want to be part of. So I've been blessed to be placed in Putnam County. And I just look forward to continuing to work with Putnam students and the adults in the community moving forward. Wow, that's, that's quite a culture shock coming from Dade County and then going to the Everglades and then to Putnam County. Yes. But, you know, I've heard that so many times, people talking about Putnam County and how we're such a giving community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we may not be as big as Duval and Dade and all those districts, but you know what? We all love each other and want to take care of each other. And, you know, and that leads us right into, you know, what your mission is right now. And, of yes. course, uh, we're, we're here to talk about take stock in children. So tell us all about that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, some people out there listening may not have heard of that before. So talk right. to us about that. So Take Stock in Children was formed in 1995. We work with the Florida Department of Education, so we receive grants from them. So if you go to their website and you look at the mentoring programs, we're listed with Big Brothers and Big Sisters and other organizations that are supported through the state. We also work with the Florida Prepaid Foundation, and we receive funds from the Florida Lottery. So thank you to everybody who supports the Florida (laughs) Lottery. That's one of the ways we help operate Take Stock in Children. And what we do is we identify low-income students in the community um, who have risk factors. And the more risk factors a student has, um, the more challenging it can be to get them to graduate from high school. Mm -hmm. So this ties in very well with Putnam School's focus on increasing the high school graduation rate. So we Mm -hmm. see that as we're able to come alongside of you. And we've worked closely with Mr. Randy Hedstrom, who has been amazing Mm and revitalizing this program here. Um, to ensure that those students who are at risk of not graduating are able to graduate with the support of a caring mentor, college success coaching. And the most important part is once we get them to high school graduation, they are guaranteed post-secondary education with a two-year Florida prepaid scholarship. And so they can choose to go the technical route and do HVAC, dental assisting, nursing, 
or they can go and get their AA completely covered. That is amazing. I mean, I, I wish that was around when I was there, but it really does benefit those students who might be kind of in that cycle of poverty, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. It helps them break out of that. But I really like the idea of the mentoring the mentoring portion of that. So talk to me about that. Who, who are your mentors and how, how if people out there want to be involved, how would they do that? So talk to us about the mentoring program. Absolutely. So as I said, the mentors are there to be a caring support. I kind of call them their cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have some amazing parents, but they're just in difficult situations. And some parents may be working two or three jobs just to keep food on the table and a house over their head. So having an extra mentor who can come alongside a student and just support them and help guide them. Um, Sometimes the student comes in and we don't talk about academics because they're just having a rough time. Everybody has drama. Adults Mm -hmm. have drama, but you know, Mm -hmm. kids in high school, middle school, there's a lot going on in their personal life, school life, friends. So sometimes the mentor will come in and talk to them about academics and why are they struggling in a class? Are they missing assignments? Just kind of help them with that. And other days, a mentor goes in and just reads the student's face and, and sees, do they just need to talk? Sometimes it's hard for mentors to get that connection with a student right away. So mm. sometimes the, the mentor may take in a deck of cards or dominoes or something just to start building that relationship. Because we've had students where they're very closed off because there's so much going on. And I know mm. growing up. My parents told me you don't discuss what goes on in the house with anybody. Um, So it sometimes takes a lot of time for the student to open up. Um, And I had one student, she didn't open up for over six months. Wow. But when she opened up to the mentor, it was a whole nother thing. It was now she was laughing. She was crying because she opened up about some things. But it sometimes can take time for the mentors to build that rapport. A lot of trust involved. Yes, yes. And so we're we're just very patient with that. But as long as a mentor um, is willing to donate 30 minutes every two weeks to meet with a student, it's usually during lunchtime. Mm -hmm. And then they just go in and support the student in whatever way they need. Really, everything is confidential between the mentor and the student, you know, unless there's something we should be concerned about, and then they'll let us know. But we really want it to have that trust where the student is able to open up. And then if there are needs that um, Goodwill is a lead agency for Take Stock and Children, if there's something Goodwill can help with or we can connect them with additional community resources, that's where we step in. Because we're not just there to support the student, we're really Mm. there to support the family. So we want to make sure if the family loses power or if there's something else going on, that the mentor just lets us know so we can assist the family and get the lights back on or whatever they may need. If it's food, I've gone and given family food on the weekend. It's just, we, we're there for the whole family. Well, that's, that's really uh, interesting because, you know, right now, especially since the pandemic, we've been talking about resiliency mm-hmm. and we have some, you know, resi- resiliency uh, programs in place. And But the main thing is, you know, that's a skill that students and adults have to learn, you right. know. And I know you've lived it, too, where mm-hmm. you, you might be dealt a certain situation, but somehow having those coping skills right. and being able to adapt. Mm-hmm. And that's what a really a trusted adult can help lead them through that. Right. And we always tell, you know, I've been a school administrator for a number of years, and we always tell our kids, find one adult in this building mm-hmm. that you can trust and, and talk to. It might be a custodian. It might be an administrator. But having someone outside of your family you can go to and talk to, because you're right, uh, you know, parents don't want all their stuff shared with everybody. And it really is about just giving that student somebody to talk to Mm -hmm. and open up to. And But, you know, I think the goal is what you're saying is give students the opportunity 
once they leave high school mm -hmm. to um, have some type of plan going forward, whether it's a, you know, a career program or college. And right. that really gives them a head start. So that's truly amazing. Can you give me, without sharing a particular name, can you give me kind of like a uh, success story? I know there oh, are many. Oh, I have a great one. Yeah. So, so in, we're in 23, so um, class of 22 from Interlochen High School, Sydney Williams. Her mother actually works at Aquila Elementary. She's the executive secretary there, Miss Ashley. And Sydney, you know, they, they've struggled, the family, financially, and so when the student was in seventh grade, the mom applied for her to be part of Take Stock and Children. And she went through high school. And so with Take Stock and Children, not only do we have the mentoring aspect, but they get professional college coaching. So we meet with them two to four times a year at minimum to provide the students with college coaching. Are they on track? What are they interested in? We know that that's going to change. Even when they get to college, they may change their mind. But we just kind of help them research and guide them, career interest inventories, a lot of things that you guys may already do with CTE and different programs. Mm -hmm. But it's more a one-on-one -on -one setting, um, so we can work with them a little closer. So with Sydney, she ended up doing full-time dual enrollment her last year. She graduated. She just turned 17 when she graduated high school, so she was a baby. She graduated a year early thanks to Putnam School's success and just encouraging the children to accomplish as much as they can, as young as they can. Um, so she was 17 and graduated. She had a 4.3 GPA. She played three varsity sports. Just a great overall student, like you said, resiliency mm -hmm. and all the different portrait of graduate mm -hmm. characteristics you're looking for. She also won an additional scholarship through our state, Take Stock and Children, um, called Leaders for Life, a $40,000 scholarship. Wow. So that covered, Amazing. she had bright futures for her academics, um, but this covers her dorm, her food plan, her parking pass, anything that's not covered by Florida Bright Futures. So she was able to go away to school. So she went to TCC for two semesters, finished her AA, and now she's at FSU. She's a nursing student, but she has her academics completely covered through Take Stock and Bright Futures, and now she has her dorm and food plan because she realized that as a low-income student, there was no way that her family could afford for her to go away to school. So if she didn't get that $40,000 scholarship, she'd have to stay at Santa Fe or St. John's, mm -hmm. but she really wanted to go away. So all of her work paid off with her dual enrollment and all of her varsity sports and community service and just that portrait of a graduate that you're looking for. Um, and so she has done exceptionally well. And so we're hoping in a year and a half or two years, she'll have her nursing degree and come back to Putnam. That's her goal. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about her is that she sees the need to help her community. So she wanted to go away to college, have those experiences, mm -hmm. but she wants to come back and help her rural county, which is just what we want to see. And I think I've met Sydney, and that is quite a story. And, you know, it kind of reminds me when our graduates maybe go off and get a college education or a certification, and they come back and serve our community, you know, we actually recognize those, those people. Yeah, product to put them. Yeah, and to come back and be willing to uh, invest back into your community is amazing. So yeah. that is really a touching story, and it shows how some students, may, maybe sitting or maybe not, mm -hmm. might be the first graduate in their entire family. And she graduate. is, and that's one of the characteristics of our program is um, over 95% of our students are first-generation students. Mm -hmm. So going back to the mentor um, and following up on your previous question, most of our mentors, and I will say Putnam <clears throat> Schools, have has really stepped up because we're revitalizing the program, and we can't bring in a student without having a mentor set up for them. 
And so Putnam schools, teachers and personnel have really stepped up to be their mentors. So we have grown from two students two years ago um, to 62, and we've had nine graduate. Um, but Putnam schools really, I want to say you guys are 90% of our mentors. Um, but we do want to encourage community members mm -hmm. to get more involved and come into the schools. Again, it's an hour a month. It's 30 minutes every two weeks. Um, so if anyone's mm -hmm. interested in that, they can either go to goodwillnorthfl.org um, and go to Take Stock and Children on the page, or they can contact me at 386-590-5859, and I'd be more than happy to discuss the program with them. We do have a mentor coordinator, which is Sandy Meredith, mm -hmm. who works with us, and she's the one who works directly with them, so I'd be happy to connect them with her um, and answer any questions and get Would them started. Would you mind repeating the, the website and your yes. phone number? The website is goodwillnorthfl.org, and my phone number is 386-590-5859. So that is really, uh, and I agree with you, I would like to see some outside people come in too, and I really salute those uh, people in our school district. You know, so many teachers go well above and beyond to help their kids right. inside and outside of the classroom, mm -hmm. but... I think it's really important just to have um, community people that bring that different perspective in there. And I would really encourage people, if you're out there and you're, you know, you have your own business or you have time during the day where you mm -hmm. can, can uh, you know, devote to some of our students, I think right. that would be amazing. And, and ideally what we would love to have is we ask the mentors, what are you interested in? Photography, um, do you have any special skills? You know, are you a lawyer? Are you a nurse? And we ask our students the same thing. So when we're trying to match mentors with students, ideally moving forward, we'd love to have people from different occupations so that even if they, we have students who want to be electrician, it would be great to match up an electrician with a student who's interested in that. So we would love to have people from different careers and occupations get Could involved. Could be a future internship or something Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And our mentors usually are mentors for life. Mm -hmm. um, we do like to pair a student with the same person who will be with them all the way through high school. We want that trust and relationship to be built. But what we see over the years is that that relationship goes beyond high school and it goes into college. So not only do they get the college scholarship from us where they can go to tech school or the college track, but we also continue helping them into college. So we continue with them into post-secondary. So if they need help with the FAFSA or tutoring or any additional support, we want to help them. We don't want to just get them to high school graduation and say, okay, well, goodbye, you're, you're good. Mm -hmm. Well, no, they're not. They are first-generation college students. They're going to need help. Their family's going to need help. Um, the family doesn't understand the language of the FAFSA. Why do they have to do the FAFSA? Why do I have to give them my tax information? Yeah. So we really help support them not only to get there but beyond, and that's what the mentor is too. We see the mentors um, continue on communicating with them and supporting them even beyond high school. You know, ideally I could see in the future – many of these graduates, you know, coming back and not only, um, you know, contributing to the community, but actually being a, uh, a mentor themselves. Yes, and that is one of Sydney's roles, mm -hmm. um, or her goals, I should say, is to come back and be a mentor because she has seen the difference it's made. And what we see is if we can help at least one student in the family get that post-secondary education, that changes it for all the other, you know, siblings or nieces or nephews that come along. Now they have someone to look up to who's in their family, who's had that perseverance, that resiliency, and they've been able to accomplish things. And that really sets the tone for future generations or really other family members. Effect. It is. That, isn't it? It you is. Know. And that's what we want. We want to help as many people in the community as we can. And it's not only parents. We have grandparents and other mm -hmm. family members 
raising students and any way that we can help them, that, that's what we want to do because yeah. every, everybody has a unique situation, whether or not we know it or not. Sometimes we see families and, and they look great from the outside, but there's things going on and we just want to be that support. So if a student if maybe has not been identified as a mm -hmm. possible participant, if they wanted to reach out and uh, be a part of this program, who would they talk to? So they can call me at the phone number or I work with all the counselors at the sure. junior, seniors, high, high school. So if they just go and speak to their guidance counselor or the parent calls a guidance counselor, um, they will get them connected with me. Perfect. I'm usually at each high school one day of the week. Mm -hmm. um, so if the counselor just, she'll usually write down a list or she'll email me a list of names. And then when I go in, I'll meet with them. I'll give them the application, tell them a little bit about the program and see if they're interested. That's perfect. I tell you what, Wendy, I, I'm so excited. I've learned a lot today just, you know, from hearing you talk. But um, it really does fall right in place of what we're trying to do. I mean, yeah, we've improved our graduation rate. But what happens once they cross the stage? Right. And I think that's what our, our, our mission is, is to make sure those students have some opportunities. Mm -hmm. And it starts before they get to the stage. It does. And we need to, we need to put those systems in place. So I can't be more proud of that. And um, I really appreciate you coming in and sharing that. And I think... I'm really anxious to hear who might be um, calling you as a result mm -hmm. of listening to this. Yes. And um, you might, you might want to sign me up one day too. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you, you tell me when your schedule calms down, which I'm sure will be <laughs> never, but, but yes, we, we will take anyone we can get yeah. um, just because, so we have to have two things to bring students into the program. We have to have a mentor ready to go for them and we have to have a scholarship purchase. So we don't bring a student into the program until we've purchased their scholarship, which is great because we have seventh graders in Putnam schools who already have a two-year mm -hmm. scholarship. Um, so anyone who's interested in mentoring or being a part of the Take Stock and Children program as a student or anyone who would like to donate to help purchase those scholarships, they can just reach out to me and we will definitely have a discussion and, and see what we can do for them. Well, I'm, uh, later today, I'm gonna be talking to Mark Litton from the uh, Chamber of Commerce. Yes. And, you know, one, one thing that I think businessmen would be interested in, we kind of alluded to it a few minutes ago, are like the, uh, the internships and that type mm -hmm. thing. But, you know, finding people to work these days and to keep them in on the job or keep them in that particular business is a challenge in itself. And a lot of times those internships could lead to longer-term employment Absolutely. or some type of relationship that could last and would really benefit the other uh, business person too, so... Anyway, I want to thank you for being here today, and I've You're learned welcome. a lot, and uh, it is truly a pleasure to learn about what's going on, and welcome to Putnam County, by the way. Thank you, and thank you for having me today. I love what you're doing in the district, so well, keep doing you. what you're doing. Well, it's, it's truly a partnership, and we couldn't do it in a vacuum. We have to work outside of the Absolutely. school building, and um, I'm really proud of what you're doing, Wendy. Thank so, you. All right. Good to see you, okay? You too. All right.